I know it's hard. It can be so hard changing habits, leaning on poor coping mechanisms like food, wine, shopping, and Netflix, trying to find an escape from the overwhelm you feel. But what if there was a better way? What if you could learn to steward your wellness to the glory of God? What if you could look at each decision as an opportunity to draw closer to him? Moving your body out of joy, fueling yourself with healthy, nutritious foods out of love, being filled with Christ each day as you make him an intentional part of your day, letting go of the toxic thoughts and feelings we have about ourselves. That's what we do in In His Image Wellness Collective. We work on total person wellness so we can show up as the moms, wives, friends, and women that God has purposed for our life. When you join, you'll get access to an incredible workout and nutrition platform, weekly meal plan inspiration, weekly devotional, a weekly prayer meeting over Zoom, daily support and guidance, a private group for accountability, and so much more. Send me an email at carlaargeswellness at gmail.com to get all the details on how you can become a part of this incredible community. I cannot wait to support you on this journey and introduce you to the incredible other women already on this journey. Again, email me at carlaargeswellness at gmail.com to get all the details. Or if you feel more comfortable, you can always DM me at Carla Arges on Instagram, and I'd be more than happy to connect with you there. Hey friends, welcome to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this Thursday's bonus episode. I have a treat for you. I am talking to my new friend, Erica Diaz-Castro, who is the host of Her Renewed Strength, a podcast that you can get on all platforms. And Erica, I'm so glad you're here today because I think we're going to talk about something that is really going to resonate with my audience. How are you? I'm so good. I'm really, I'm coming out of like a weird weekend and you and I were just talking about, you know, spiritual warfare and all of that. And I, I'm coming out of a, a really strange weekend and I just feel like not no pun intended but like I feel renewed today amazing amazing and we're gonna take that spirit of renewal and bring it into this conversation because we're gonna talk about anxiety and overwhelm around the holidays Christmas Mm -hmm. is around the corner mama's women are feeling the stress they're feeling the overwhelm Mm -hmm what can they do? What's going on here? How can we get back to just the sense of peace that this holiday is supposed to be about? Yeah. You know, I first want to say that I know that you know from experience what struggling with mental health looks like. And I know the stigma that is associated with that. So I just Mm want to pause and just invite any person who is listening 
to just release any shame or guilt associated with words that are in the mental health space or associated with it. Because I know from my own experience, I went many years without telling anybody, you know, certain things that I definitely should have said sooner for my own safety. But that stigma kept me from using my voice. So I just want to encourage and embolden our listeners today to really just pause and just be filled with boldness and know Mm. that you are not shamed by our God for feeling the way that you feel. In fact, our feelings and our emotions and our worries are designed to bring us back to him and to really just bring it all to the feet of Jesus. Mm. You know, I love that. With that said, something I learned in therapy, I was in therapy for like all my life. But something I learned as an adult in therapy was to name my feelings. Mm-hmm. And I was a, I was super avoidant. I have avoidant tendencies. And one of the things that I did was describe how I was feeling without actually saying how I was feeling. So I would try to kind of like intellectualize mm-hmm. my experiences so that I wouldn't be seen as like emotional for whatever reason, right? People in my life had called me names and I was, you know. It's another way to avoid it, right? It is. <laughs> it's another way to avoid it by not naming it. Oh my gosh. It's like, it's like, it's not really that it's not real if I don't say it, right? But yeah. as with anything, we have to first recognize what it is so that we can deal with it and anxiety and overwhelm have to be identified so that we can bring that thing to the Lord. So anxiety, whether you have a worry, you know, people think about anxiety in a couple of different ways. There's like general worries and then there's like a clinical diagnosis. And so mm-hmm. I, I want to just recognize the difference. So if you are struggling with general worries, right? worrying about things that haven't happened yet, maybe interacting with someone you've had a fallout with or having to confront a painful memory. Um, you know, that is really common. It's not unique to just one person or just one group of people. Like as a human species, we all deal with that. And we see that consistently throughout God's word as well. We're constantly reminded not to worry. Mm. Now, Anxiety as a clinical diagnosis is a very different experience. And so someone who is struggling with that, you know, God willing, you have a support system that includes a mental health professional um, in your corner and part of your support system to guide you through that and navigate that journey in a safe way and in a way that honors where you and your family are and the support that you really do benefit from. So, um, especially around the holidays when so many things are triggering, you know, it's important to make sure that you have the people rallying around you who will help you to not just feel safe in a moment, but continue to cultivate spaces of safety. Mm -hmm. I love that you made that distinction. And I, and I say that often to people that everyone has mental health and mental health can wax and wane, but not everyone has mental illness. They are not the same thing. And the holiday time can be so triggering, old hurts, old wounds, 
people pleasing, dysfunctional yeah. families, mm-hmm. trying to create the perfect memories for your kids, oh, yeah. all the striving. It's a lot. It is a lot. And you named over five different things that at any given time someone can be struggling with. And it might not just be one thing for a person. It might be all those things at the same time. And Mm -hmm. it just adds to the pressure that we carry. So, you know, I want to just give you a visualization really quickly. I was walking through a parking lot with my daughter and she's four. She asks a lot of questions. She's also very visual herself and she likes to create a lot of art. So she pays attention to the things around her because she likes to draw them and paint them. So she's looking at the ground and the cement was cracked. She said, mommy, why is that look so broken? And I said, well, trucks drive on this road and the pressure from the trucks causes the cement to crack. And so she asked what pressure is and trying to explain that to a four-year-old in the most basic way, I was just like, it's when there's too much weight on something and it, it just continues to feel heavy to the point that whatever is under it will either give out or, you know, start to crack. And she's like, oh, okay. And she remembers, you know, a movie where the song talks about pressure and she starts singing it. And then she thinks about it and she's like, but if you're strong, you can carry something heavy. And I said, you want to be able to, but that doesn't always mean that you will do it, right? Or at least not for too long of a time. We always need rest. And that brings me to the point that I'm trying to make is that we carry so many things mm-hmm. and you might be carrying something because you're so used to it, but there is a breaking point. Yeah. And without rest, it there will be a point where you give out. So sometimes anxiety is the feedback. The worry is the feedback that we get from our minds to let us know, hey, there's too much happening and you need a break. So how do you create a break, especially around this season where there's child's Christmas performances, presents to buy, holiday parties, you know, the demands are higher. How do you carve out and cultivate rest? The Lord has taught me this over time, but he's especially teaching me this in this season. So I'm going to share some of what he's been doing in me. And I'll tell you candidly that I am still in the beginning phases of this like lesson he's teaching me. So if you see me walk it out, you might be like, Erica, can I help you? You know, (laughs) (laughs) because I definitely need help in this uh, area. So what I've learned over time, and especially in this season, is that we benefit, and I really do mean we, all of us, benefit from treating life as a preparation for where we're going. And we can do that while still being present. So I can be present with my daughter enjoying her her experiences at four while preparing her to move into the experiences that she'll navigate in kindergarten as a five-year-old. And so, you know, in the holiday season, because we think of holiday season as a 
a very condensed period of time, you might think that there are certain things that you can only do during that season. And that while that is true, you might only have the recital in December, or you might only have certain activities, gatherings happening in this condensed period of time. That doesn't mean that you don't have to spread out the rest of your responsibilities you know, throughout the year in order to prepare for this condensed period of time. So if, if you're listening to this now and you're like, all right, Erica, but like, we're already in December and I still have things to do. I want to just encourage you to press pause and to identify where you can create a little more space for really intentional solitude, because I think that rest can come from being with family you love and are able to just kind of like be comfortable with, but also it comes from just being able to be still and to be in a space where there is quiet, even if just for five minutes, so that you can just be poured into by the Lord himself. And in a time when you have a lot of things on your schedule, I think that is the perfect time to be extra intentional because you, you will get, you will be tempted, right? This is an, a really good time for you to practice saying no to things mm-hmm. that are not absolutely necessary. And I have an example from this weekend. I told you I kind of had a weird weekend. Yeah. I, I, I should have said no to going to this holiday party that my neighbor's having, but I had already said yes. And I knew that my daughter would want to play with their granddaughter. They're the same age. She loves seeing her, but my son had not napped. And when that boy doesn't nap, he's the sweetest boy, except those days. And he was, (laughs) he was not happy when we went to this party within a few minutes, he was trying to leave. He's almost two. So, uh, and he's a tall two, almost two. So he's trying to open the door and he's, he can reach the lock and he's trying to escape. And then he's pretty social in smaller settings, but when he's surrounded by a lot of people, he gets a little anxious himself. And I, you know, I took my kids out to this shindig. One was having a great time and the other was having a little bit of a meltdown. And I had to deal with the meltdown by preparing to leave. And that caused my daughter to melt down. And I knew that this was going to happen, but I took the chance because I didn't want to let down my neighbor and I didn't want to miss out and see Mm. my neighbors talking about you know, so-and-so's Christmas shindig and why weren't you there? And, you know, we are, we all get along really well. We're in a new community and we're all, literally all of us are brand new here. So, you know, I had fear of missing out, fear of disappointing someone. Um, I wanted to, to be part of the memories and I wanted to, you know, please my neighbors by showing up and bringing my little flourless chocolate cake, right? <laughs> I've heard, you know, when decisions are led by fear, they're usually the wrong decisions. Whenever you let fear lead. Um, I love that you said to find time to be with God, even in the busyness. Um, This past Sunday at church, we were talking about what does it mean that Jesus is the Prince of Peace? And we were talking about the, the sense of this inward peace that we get from God. And my pastor said something that really struck me. He said, the amount of peace you have 
is in relation to your proximity to the Father. Mm. So if you are not close, if you are not stepping into his pool of peace on mm. the regular, you're not going to feel it. That's right. Sometimes that peace isn't about external peace. You could mm -hmm. still have the chaos around you, but inside you have God's presence because you have given your first fruits of your day to him and let him set the pace and him set the tone. So I love that you are encouraging women to do that. It's so important. Yeah. I love the visual you gave. You can't, you know, it's, it's hard, I think, to, to visualize what peace looks like, but you said a pool of peace. And if you, if you think about what that means, if you dip your toe in it, it's like, all right, like that's a little bit, not enough, right? Not to get you through the rest of the day. But if you submerge yourself in mm -hmm. the presence of God and just be okay with like head to toe covering, you can be like, you can rest assured that your head to toe covering is going to last you way longer than you dipping your toe in that little pool, right? And that peace is contagious. Like mm -hmm. you want to have calm in your house, be a peacemaker, be a peacekeeper, bring the peace of God with you. I think sometimes we get so concerned about creating this perfect Christmas where yeah. nothing that God asks of us is about perfection. We put that mm -hmm. on ourselves. God is after our hearts. Our children are going to be happier with a peace-filled home. And a mom whose heart and eyes are fixed on Jesus. It's so true. Then running around anxious and overwhelmed. It's so true. It's so true. And you have to be willing to set and enforce boundaries around that time that you set aside and set apart for the Lord. You know, holiness means to be set apart, to be holy is to be set apart. So if you have holy time set aside, set apart in your day, you are really signaling not just to those around you but to yourself this time is for god mm -hmm. this time is it's not a time to answer questions and to ask you know your your kids to do things around the house and to to do the things that we do as moms as business owners as wives as friends there's time for that and when we think about what our days actually look like. I think it's very easy to see where we could set that time apart for the Lord, but are choosing not to. And it's it's easier said than done to set boundaries around things and to say no, even to ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. If we have, if we want to indulge in a show, but we know we haven't had that time with the Lord to say no to the show and to mm -hmm. go and seek the Lord. Um, but but it doesn't mean that it's impossible just because it's hard to do. It doesn't mean that it's impossible. And I think as I look back on the times in my life when I was able to choose to walk by the spirit instead of to give into my flesh, it was simply a moment of pause where I took a tactical pause and I just said, Lord, I know I'm supposed to, like, I know that I would feel really good being with you right now. But also, I really want to watch this show and I just need you to like help me say no to the thing that's not mm -hmm. going to fill my cup, you know? Yeah. And he's so faithful to be a rescue in time of temptation. Always. Yeah. yeah. He always gives us the out.
I love that. If there is one piece of advice or wisdom to share as we wrap up with that woman that is like, oh my goodness, Christmas is next week. Mm-hmm. What would you tell her to help calm her spirit and and refocus her attention? I think a lot of us want to see ourselves as good women, women who love the Lord. Um, I think we have to remember that our actions are much more powerful than our words, even our intentions. And, you know, you might want to, to do something, but still not do it. And so, you know, willpower is not, is not what will deliver us. It's not what brings salvation. I think we have to remember that if we want to, to have that peace, we have to prioritize the right things, the the time, including rest. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be a woman of your word, if you want to be a woman of the character that you, you read about in Proverbs 31 and Ruth, if you are wanting to show up as the woman who God is leading you to be, then you make that next decision that honors the Lord and is consistent with that woman in your mind, in your heart. And I know that it probably isn't the most clear path to peace, but when the Lord is leading our steps, peace is on the other side of that obedience. Blessing is on the other side of that obedience. And you will never regret spending time with the Lord ever. No, you're right. So ladies, that means take out your planners right now and schedule in your Jesus time. And if that means you have to not be on social media for the 30 minutes that you probably give it a day, then so be it. If that means you have to leave a party early or show up to a party late, you make that choice. Mm -hmm. You're going to choose to be in the presence of God every day and to be in his peace. So that peace can sustain you through the rest of the, the weeks and the days ahead. That's right. I love that. Amazing. Thank you so much for being here, Erica. Again, you can find Erica at the Renew Her Renewed Strength. And we'll have all the links of how you can connect with Erica in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here and blessing us today with just your words of wisdom. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.